what if we could change our communication style with the voice inside of our heads and have the part of us that is our truth, our essence, um, really be able to communicate effectively with the voice. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of the Unstoppable Woman, and I'm so excited that you're here today. We have a very interesting podcast, at least interesting to me, coming up. I am going to be talking about a book that I just finished reading, and it's connection and relationship to how you treat yourself as you're growing your business. So this is, this is a new direction for us. So go with me here. Uh, the book is, and, and the reason why it's so interesting and a new direction is that it's a book about what? About dogs. So this book is called On Talking Terms with Dogs, Calming Signals. And it's by a woman named Turid Rugas. I, I may be mispronouncing that. She's Norwegian, T U R I D last name R-U-G-A-A-S, and it's called On Talking Terms with Dogs, Calming Signals. Now, this is just this really simple, small book, lots of pictures in it, and a very basic premise that I'd like to share with you. You don't need to go out and, and buy this book unless you're really fascinated by this topic, but but I am. I'm, I have this great little dog and his name is Colt, and he's he's my best bud, and I want to understand what's driving him. And there are quirky things that I don't quite understand, and I came across this book, and the concept fascinates me. So the concept is this. Dogs have a language that they use to calm down other dogs and also people, when they think that the other dogs or people are getting out of hand, being too aggressive, uh, being impolite, being pushy. And these are called calming signals. And dogs have them. Dogs may, she, she answers the question, you know, can a dog lose this language? This is a whole language that dogs use. They're, they're this, this signaling like, taking yawns or a little play bow or uh, running in a circle instead of directly at you or splitting up other dogs or lying down in a particular way or turning your face uh, away from someone. So these are all these, these calming signals, the body language that the dog uses to communicate to others that things need to calm the FDF down. Okay. And it's brilliant. And yet some dogs clearly don't understand that because they're very aggressive or don't, don't know how to read it. And she says that it's not lost. You cannot lose this language because it's instinctual, but you can have lost touch with it and therefore need to sort of relearn it or rekindle your connection to it. So she has this premise that Dogs have calming signals. These are instinctual. They're, they they um, develop them and, and become more agile with them as they 
they grow up and you can't completely lose them, but you can lose sight of them and, and have them rekindled quite quickly. Now, how might you lose that language if only temporarily? Well, she talks about how when people scare the bejeebers out of little puppies or uh, dogs early in life, that they lose and, and, and the puppy or the young dog is signaling as best it can, I'm afraid, I'm scared, I mean no harm, I'm submissive, I'm, I understand that you're upset, I'm trying to please you. There are all these signals that the dog gives that the person may not be picking up on and maybe that would be a very generous way of saying it may may not be picking up on it may be using dog training techniques that they've been taught that are not effective with dogs like uh loud voices or yelling or jerking the leash um to to let the dog know that they're in charge or like they have to be obedient to the the hierarchy and the leader and all of the the that sort of stuff and she makes the argument that you know, wolf packs, they take care of their wolf cubs and there's a gradation. They're allowed to get away with tons of stuff and they learn incrementally and they learn by example and, and not by jerking the chain on the leash or throwing a hissy fit or raising their voice or loud noises. They're mostly um, trained through this positive reinforcement and these calming signals and, and the, the puppies get it. And yet, when we, as the people in our dog's life, are trained to jerk the leash to say no or something like that, that that's not an effective way of communicating with your dog. And then the extreme side of that is like when you lose your 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 cool, your temper with your dog and you get angry because they peed in the house again or something like that. And you scream at them and then they pee more, right? Like there's all this stuff there. So she makes the argument that under no circumstances should you get angry or punish your dog or create a sense of fear or distrust um, with your dog. There's no circumstance in which attack or intimidation should be used. Okay, now how does this relate to your business? Well, think about this. You have a voice inside your head and it's talking to you all the time. And sometimes that voice is really freaking mean. It's intimidating. It's attacking you. It's scaring you. It's creating fear. It's saying, you're, you're a F up. You're a loser. Look at how you suck, right? And, and it can be very aggressive or it could just be low level, constant, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you're not enough, right? There, there's this low level constant voice that is underneath all of it is fear and intimidation, right? It's not, it's not communicating well with you. And I was thinking about how I wonder if we as humans have our own version of our own kind of calming signals that we are trying to use to tell this monster voice, hey, it's okay. You don't have to um, be belligerent. You don't have to beat on me. You don't have to attack me. And if we were tapped into those calming signals that are natural to ourselves, would we have better communication with this other aspect of ourselves that is being a uh, aggressive master instead of a kind parent? So 
what if we could change our communication style with the voice inside of our heads and have the part of us that is our truth, our essence, um, really be able to communicate effectively with the voice? Like, what if we changed the way they communicated and it was a kinder, gentler version of this? So I went about looking at, well, what might the calming signals that we have be? What might those be? Like, if you're overwhelmed in business and the voice is saying, do more, finish this thing. You are, you're dropping the ball. You have to do this. You can't, you can't stop because you're, you're not going to make payroll or you're not going to get this big initiative done or the deadline's looming and you, you procrastinated and bad on you, right? That's the whole voice. What if there were these other voices that were calming signals? And I went to look for those and Initially, what I went to was not accurate, but was the voice of the frightened, um, the signs of being frightened, which is after you've tried to use your calming signals. Okay, so that's the the dog cowering, like retreating, being scared. You're already frightened. Okay, so those those signals are like the anger and frustration you feel sometimes or the 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 overwhelm that you feel or the sense of burnout that you feel or exhaustion or um, how you might be in victim and blaming other people for your experience. Um, All of those are signals, but not signals. They're not the calming signals that you were tr- that that are there trying to speak to the voice. They are the scared dog. Okay, they're the after um, you've already been frightened. It's the racing mind. It's the anxiety. It's the panic. All of that. It's the confusion. That's the after effect of constant belligerence. Okay. Hey, Amira here with a quick announcement for you. We are super excited to be offering our community a new training. It's a 60 minute deep dive into the five critical components required to make a quantum leap in master money and master scale. So in this training, we are gonna be covering how to raise your internal set point for success and for income generation, both for yourself and your business and how to increase your focus and accountability on a daily basis so you keep your word and you don't end up disappointing yourself not doing what you said you were going to do. This is one of the key components to moving the needle in your business and creating more income and revenue. Okay. And then we're going to be talking about how to fast track your innate ability to think like a successful entrepreneur. So that plus several other things we are going to be deep diving for 60 minutes and I cannot wait for you to join me. So please register for this special training at theunstoppablewoman.com slash money. And I'll see you there. So what are the calming signals? So to get at this, I took the dog calming signals that she articulates in this book. And I tried to find analogies for myself. And I'd be extraordinarily interested to find out if, you know, like, what are the analogies for you? I'm just starting to play with this concept. So I don't have this a hundred percent dialed in. Okay. I have some good ideas, but I'd love to know in the comments, 
Like, what what do you think on this? Okay, what do you think that your equivalent signals are? Okay, so let's let's go into this. So, one of the signals is yawning. So a dog will yawn. Okay, um, when it's nervous or stressed, and it's a way of like calming the situation down. Even if you have a great relationship with your dog, if you put your arm over the dog, they don't like arms over. They don't like things coming over them. So they might yawn as a, like a way to calm themselves down and to let you know, if you can read the signals that they're a little uncomfortable with that and that you should come at them in a different way. So I was thinking, what is the people equivalent of a yawn? So to me, that would be like a deep sigh. (sighs) Okay. Like I'm a little exasperated. I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm a little confused. This is, you're, you're doing too much, (sighs) right? That's like a little sigh. Now, if, if the voice, the voice, right? The critical voice in your head, the, the mean one in your head, if the voice knew that a big sigh was like, I need a minute, I need some breathing space. I'm a little stressed right now. If it understood that that's what you were doing, would it quiet down a little bit and come at it in a different way? Because the way it's doing things is not actually effective. It's just making you scared and freaked out. And we know that we're much more effective when we feel good about life, when we feel good about ourselves, when we're winning, we win more. Okay. When we are down for the count, it's a struggle to keep going. So we want to, we want this good communication between the, the truth of who we are and the voice so that we can be, you know, getting along there and that the voice can understand, oh, the way that I'm doing things is not effective for her. Okay. So now what about when the dog looks away? So there's this thing that dogs do where they turn their head to the side and they look away from you. And this is, this is, or from another dog, this is this turning away. This is not, I'm ignoring you. This is, I'm calming you down. What you're doing is making me really uncomfortable. And I'm going to turn my head to, to calm you down. Now, what would be sort of the metaphoric or physical uh, analogy for the human. What if this was when we got distracted, right? Like I was thinking about metaphorically, like looking away is a little bit like we're looking at something else. We're paying attention to something else. So what if the calming signal that we were giving the big voice was when we got distracted? Like I need to look at something else. This is stressing me out right now. I just need to look at something else. So then the voice could quiet down. Now, this isn't an abdicate. I'm not saying that when you, when you look at something else, meaning you get, you move over here and you get a a little quote unquote distracted that you abdicate doing the thing, right? You actually do want to achieve your goals and, and get the big project done or get the task done. But maybe you need a little breathing space and you need to, look over here for a minute 
so that you can regroup, get the voice to quiet down, and then you can approach the work with a calm sense of being grounded and present, okay? What about when dogs walk in a circle? They walk indirectly, right? They, they, come, they won't go straight at you. They'll walk in a, in a circle indirectly, and that's a way of like calming things down, making sure that everyone's okay there, okay? Like, I mean no harm here. I'm just gonna approach in this indirect fashion. To me, this is analogous to two things. One would be, I need some space to use my imagination, to go at it indirectly, go at the goal, the task at hand indirectly, okay? And sometimes people do that in a way that looks like procrastination, okay? So sometimes procrastination is just procrastination and you just need to do what you need to do. But sometimes procrastination is you need the time and space to go at it indirectly and to cogitate and to, to sort of let it percolate in your subconscious and come up with the, the way forward. So maybe you can understand this time for imagination, time for procrastination as a signal to your mean voice, your authority voice, right? And, and it will understand, oh, she just needs a little space. Okay. She just needs to come at this indirectly, give her a little space and then, and then remind her that actually, yes, we have to get this done. That's where deadlines come in. That's where, you know, you know, actually doing the work happens. Okay. So it's not, again, it's not saying I, I'm, I'm checking out. It's just, this means I need this, this more space, more time, all of that. Another one of the calming signals that dogs use is to just lie down and not move. And it's not a sleep down. It's just lying like a sphinx. And it's oftentimes between two dogs or between uh, you and someone else, but it can also just be between them and another dog or a person. They just lie down very sphinx-like. And this is a calming signal. This is like, let's, let's calm the situation down. So what could be the metaphorical or the, the physical, um, both equivalent for us humans? Well, the thing that dropped in for me was what if when we're not moving from an idea, like you're fixated on an idea, instead of making that wrong, what if that was your sphinx-like down, like I am not moving, this needs my attention, okay? I need to pay attention to this. And if your voice understood that when you are fixed on an idea for a period of time and it just needs, needs you to be present to it, that that's, that's a request for some space to have presence there. Okay. To do, to, to be completely focused on that one thing. Okay. It's, it's an interesting idea to explore. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Again, I'm not saying that if you're, if you're using the calming signals, the way I, I'm imagining them for ourselves. And I think that, that we have some of these. I think this is really important to, to play out. And I'd love your insights on it. Okay. Let, let's, uh, group think on this. Let's, let's come together as a community and figure out what this is. Okay. But if, if you are recognizing that you have a calming signal that's happening, we're not abdicating the, 
the project or the task. It's not like we say to our dog, I'm not going to teach you how to sit or stand or, or, or come or stay or, or any of that, right? The wolf pack learns how to, how to work in the pack, right? They, they learn all of this. The, the dog that we're training, we can train and pay attention to the calming signal. So again, it's not, not doing the work. It's just understanding what your needs are and what, what would be possible if the voice understood what you needed that if you are needing a breather, needing a, a yawn, if you will, needing some, some time to, to focus on something else or to focus on this one thing or all the things that I just talked about, that this wasn't disobedience. This wasn't being uh, intentionally like uh, recalcitrant or not wanting to achieve the big goals, that this was you just a little freaked out and you needed a minute to calm down in order to step forward into more. So this is all about communication with yourself. This is an interesting new access point to that. Um, it's much of uh, what I love to explore with my clients is like what's stopping them from really like owning themselves and, and it's an internal game. And if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, this is going to be a block. This is going to slow you down. This is going to make it that you're trying to build your business in total fear and that's not healthy, number one. Number two, it's not effective. It doesn't work quickly. You won't achieve what you want as fast as you could. So what if you did it differently and you started to understand yourself and the calming signals that you're sending, you listened, you gave yourself space and you kept going. So this is not a an uh, argument for stopping. This is an argument for understanding yourself and communicating well with yourself. Okay. With that, I'm Amira Alvarez. Rock it out. Be unstoppable. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable. Be unstoppable.